Hey, Willie, long time no see or hear. Oh, my no God. See. it's It's been a long time. We have been off for about four months. Isn't four months. Long? We've done. Yeah. Can you... Can I can I ask? We did do shows, but they never went out, did they? No, 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 they didn't. Uh, they're they're I, hiding. I, they're hiding. They're hiding. They they fell in it in a hole. They're hiding in your hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> because your 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 dear friend uh, needed to step away from politics because oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Yeah, no, that's what I told Drift Glass and Blue Gal. I was talking to uh, uh, Blue Gal. Oh, you just, name dropper. You named. Oh, oh yeah, I'm name dropping. But I was talking to Blue Gal. I just said, I couldn't take it anymore. Just can't. Just can't. And then I was thinking to myself, Randy, you know something? We stopped doing this four months ago. And think about it. You know, four months ago, Trump was running around the land threatening prosecutors. He was having silly press conferences with, I don't know, 60 minutes. Uh, he was lying through his teeth and uh, nothing had really happened to him. Uh, you know, he got a rain evidently, but nothing has really elementally changed. I mean, seriously, we didn't miss much. Oh, sure, you know, everybody's on there and says, oh, they're, they're going to convict him tomorrow. Yeah. Really? What? Oh no! Well, you know, they he has ninety-three charges all across the country now. Yeah, and uh, he's done everything except you know, literally yell uh, fire in a crowded movie theater, and no one. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just—they tell him to shut up, and he just says more shit. Mm-hmm. It never ends. How how much? What does a white man have to do in America to get arrested? What the fuck? <laughs> But he's not a white man. No, he, well, he's an orange he's man. He's orange, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an orange but man. But now he's attacking Now he's attacking Ron DeSantis. And that's <laughs> just not fair because it's low just energy so easy. DeSantis. That's, low, low, that's low-hanging fruit, Ron DeSantis, you know? That's Ron just De- so easy. Ron DeSantis is a slug. Ron DeSantis, I, I, I looked at him and I went... Wow, you know that's like a, they're like him and him and Trump are like uh, competitors in the World Asshole Awards because yeah. you know if you had to choose who you had to spend an evening with Trump or DeSantis, fuck, <laughs> that's the most depressing well, thing you I've ever Ron DeSantis, Did you notice Ron DeSantis so uh, rehearses in front of a mirror because the hand goes out? Yeah, I know. And then the other hand goes out. Yeah, and he does bookend hands, and then yeah. he does prayer hands. All prayer he's hands. Done, yeah, you know, that's called prayer hands. That's honesty hands. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. I used to do lectures on on body language and the bookend hands, you know, all of these are and the and the um uh I'm gonna make you an offer hand, one hand goes up. Yeah, yeah. All of these are um and he obviously rehearses in front of a mirror. No, he does. Because it's so obvious. Yeah. I saw him try to smile at the Republican debates and I think he broke his face. <laughs> I think it's just like <laughs> Well, thank goodness that the uh that the uh, uh extra dent held so they didn't fall his dent Yeah, that's right. Yeah, at least, you know, the one thing you can say about Trump is he's a showman. 
You know, he knows how to entertain an audience. He knows to go and uh DeSantis is amazing. He's just as much as an asshole as Trump, but with absolutely no social skills whatsoever. He's like something you'd get from Westworld if they had a garage sale. Yeah, <laughs> they, the, the rejects, the rejects, yeah. Yeah, the rejects from Westworld, but it'd be Nazi you know, world. But young young um Trump has had um big um stadium things in the last week. Yes. In Iowa, in all his state. I mean, yes. he's not hiding his light under a bushel by any means. He's no. out there. He's out there stumping. Oh, that's the only chance he has. I mean, if you look at the facts, if you look, well, I know, I, you know, I've been saying that he was going to go down for so long that I just don't predict anything now. But if you just look at the facts, the only way that he can get out of what he's done is get elected president. And yeah. pardon himself. Yeah, that's it. Because he's going down. I mean, there's not 93 charges. He's going to go down. But he'll he'll try to, to drag the drag the whole country down with him. But I I have no idea how this is going to end. I was always kind of like confident that uh, he would end up, uh, you know, in the in this you know in an orange suit like yeah, actually yeah. incarcerated. Yeah, well, and after and after four months, he's still up to the same shit. I mean, I mean, like Meet the Press interviewed him as if he was a legitimate candidate. You know, which is just like, what are you doing? I mean, he's he's like interviewing uh, some, you know, mentally disadvantaged person on a subway in New York. I mean, it's just like a blithering moron who lies like they can. Anyway, listen. But but what about Enrique Tario talking about actually convicting somebody 30 years? 30 years. Really? You know, the uh, head of the uh, Proud Boys. Uh, yeah, you got thirty convicted. years. That's good. Yeah. That that's yeah. good. That's no, no, sorry, twenty two years. Twenty two years, but it was took three years to try him. Yeah, but you know, those the, those are the guys on the bottom. You know, yeah. I, until I see someone like uh, in that White House go to jail, I'm going to be very cynical about this. But anyway, listen, mm-hmm. I I I do have a news report. Some of the things that have come in to oh. our news deck. Do you mind if I do a, a quick? Oh, please, please, please. All right. It's got malaria in it. I love it. This may have malaria in it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Bill Show News after four months. Thank you. Okay. Uh, right. Um, this is Dateline Washington. Dateline Washington, right here on the Bill Show News. Shutdown prospects grow as the House GOP fumbles defense funding bill. Usually the easiest spending measure to pass for Republicans, the bill to pay for the Pentagon, failing due to party hardliners. A small group of rebellious House Republicans sank the annual funding bill for the Pentagon in the House on Tuesday, underlining how difficult it will be to keep the entire government running and the lights from going out after September 30th. The defense bill is usually the easiest for Republicans to vote for, as it funds their top priority, flying off to third world countries and bombing them. But this year it has become entangled in a wider, increasingly bitter intra-party fight, springing from the, the fact that they no longer wish to travel to third world nations to destroy them, when there's a perfectly good nation they can fuck with here. Jesus, 
Why would I fly to some third world shithole, said a Republican analyst, when I can spread all the fear, loathing and disruption right here in the good old US of A. Hey, you got a retirement account? Yeah, yeah, just watch the stock market as we fuck with the economy and default on the national debt. Grandma and Grandpa will be lucky if they can go afford a fucking Happy Meal. You look forward to your VA benefits and Social Security. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, said Congressman Paul Gosar from the Freedom Caucus as he casually loaded a single shell into a three fifty seven Magnum, spun the wheel, leveled it at his head, and pulled the trigger. Hey, someday that motherfucker's going to go off. He then giggled. In more news today, Donald Trump... Thank you. In, in more news today, Donald Trump told so many lies during his Meet the Press interview that aired Sunday that NBC released a lengthy fact check chronicling his numerous mistruths. He claimed that bacon prices have increased fivefold. They have not. That the 2020 election was rigged, which there is absolutely no evidence of, and that 15 million undocumented immigrants are flooding the US, which is a massive overestimation. He also spoke of his imaginary friend, Mr. Binky, and how he leaked to the ex-president the secret deep state conspiracy to insert mind-controlled drugs into low-fat yogurt. Christine Welker, the unfortunate reporter who picked the short straw to interview the babbling ex-president, was dragged bleeding and unconscious from the White House after the interview. Doctors attending the interview clarified Christine Welker's condition. It's like she's been dipped in horse shit. Like, you know, you take a fire hose and you fill it with horse shit, right? And you put that fire hose in your mouth. It, it was in her hair. It was up her nose. I mean, we're talking gallons and gallons of untreated sewage coming at you so quick. You don't have time to make a fact check. This poor woman is going to die of sepsis. In other news, scientists have recovered RNA from an extinct species for the first time. Geneticists have for the first time isolated and decoded RNA molecules from a creature that died out long ago. The genetic material, which came from a 52-year-old white guy from Massachusetts who voted for George Bush in 1988, yet also voted for the Equal Rights Amendment, has allowed scientists to better understand how the animal's genes function. The researchers shared their findings in a study published Tuesday. They usually foraged at the Masonic Masonic Lodge meetings and fundraisers for public television. It's uh, the same conservative instincts as the more deadly MAGA Republican, but they had an IQ, were known to read books, had traces of human empathy, and weren't complete cunts. When asked where they found the remains, the scientists responded, Oh, we found this one deep in a cave in Ontario. How was it killed? Well, sometimes if you're an asshole, there are just too many cunts. And that's the news, Randy, from around the world. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Tip tip your waitresses. Tip your waitresses. (laughs) Now, there was another article that I saw. Uh, in the in the news, right? And the article I saw was this, and I thought that this could, should get some attention, you know, because yes, yeah, it should really. Yes. So it was 
this this was on page like 15, Randy, page 15, right? And this is what it said. It was the New York Times. Newly discovered correspondence suggests that the World War II era Pope Pius XII had detailed information from a trusted German Jesuit that up to 6,000 Jews in Poles were being gassed each day in German-occupied Poland. The documentation undercuts the Holy See's argument that it couldn't verify diplomatic reports at Nazi atrocities to denounce them. The documentation from the Vatican Archive, published this weekend in the Italian Daily, is likely to further fuel the debate about Pius's legacy as he now is in the middle of a beautification campaign. And I thought to myself, you're going to need to be in drag to beautify yourself after that. Timing, timing. Oh, Jesus. So now maybe this will stop him from being a saint. I could, <laughs> I could not believe that that was on page 15. That was on page 15. So what do we've got? Catholic Church, literally tonight I was watching the news and it was, it was about some place in Walga or something and some priest doing some shit. And, you know, so between abusing children and turning their backs on genocide, I think the Catholic uh, resume is getting kind of stinky. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think so. I'll be... Um... Catholic lifters and all of that stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I think they, their PR is pretty bad. Yeah, I know. I, I think, and you said something when I you said I was going to mention this. You said, "Well, you know, that's old." I said, "Yeah, but you know, it's the Holocaust, right? <laughs> you know, when did we stop? You know, when was the statute of limitations for ten million? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, was there a meeting that I missed? <laughs> you know, no, no, I, no one I cares. just mentioned it. To actually shame Pius the Twelfth, was he? The yeah. Shame Pius the Twelfth uh, over something that happened, you know, eighty years ago. Yeah, I don't kick know. His, kick his ass, man. Dak, I really. There's nobody left. Al- there's nobody left alive that would be embarrassed uh, by that. I'm a madman. So I know. Uh, man, no, you're not a madman. You're I'm not a mad. Madman. I came back and I saw something that pissed me off. Uh, but anyway, that's that's my bit for the show. Uh, and I know you've got a lot of things that you want to talk about. Shall we I've take got a, a few. break? I've got a few. Take I've a break, a and then we'll uh, dive into your subjects. Uh, we yeah. have a we have a wonderful uh, little bit of uh, the newest Randy Rainbow, don't we? Yeah. Right yeah, now. yeah, it's we have there. the new, it's there. Our newest Randy Rainbow is there. So we're going to pop that in for you, and then we're going to be back here in a moment with. Randy's rant. Well, we're back again, and joining us now on his way to surrender at Georgia's luxurious Fulton County Prison, GOP frontrunner Donald Jessica Trump. Or do you prefer Rico racketeering? <laughs> Let's cut the shit. You've just been indicted a fourth time, bringing the total number of felony charges against you to. 91. Just nine more and you get a free mugshot. It's called election interference because I'm leading everybody by a lot in the polls for every Republican, frankly, and every Democrat, including Biden, by a lot. You know, I got to hand it to you, Mr. Former Fake, one term, twice impeached, currently four-time criminally indicted, not my president girl. When people call me names or, you know, threaten to lock me up for 70 years for plotting to overthrow democracy, I'm in bed for a good week. But you, you just 
keep throwing parties for yourself. Last night I had a rally with tens of thousands of people. Good for you. Forget those trolls. You've got a country to destroy. You know, your delusional narcissism is inspiring. Don't do it. In fact, it reminds me of a song I once knew. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't tell him he's a dirty lion bragger. Life's Big Macs and the sun's a ball of MAGA. Don't anybody dare a rain on his parade. I don't have a lot of time. Don't call him when new charges have arisen. Don't tell him he's about to rot in prison. Don't even just a hair a rain on his parade. His whole campaign went right off the rails. Perfect phone call. Still each arraignment just makes his day, girl. So don't you try to spoil it. Hey, girl, those boxes in your toilet. But whether he defies a fair election or tries to organize an insurrection, this simply awful, slimy asshole of a guy. He won't be bested when he's arrested. He just bamboozles and bluffs. Ooh, ain't he nutty? He can run, but he can't win a race in handcuffs. No time for DOJ to dilly-dally. Tell Jack Smith, go away, he's got a rally. So take a hike and don't rain on his parade. He's gonna run and run fast. Run from his criminal past. Watch how he tops every pole. Once he gets out on parole, he's headed right for the slam. One more indictment and damn, hey, Mrs. Willis, here he is. I'm afraid. He's so indicted. I didn't do it. And he just can't fight it. People are very angry about it. He's about to lose in court and he doesn't like it. For a perfect phone call. He's so indicted. I've got him burning. He just can't fight it. Crimes keep turning up. Set him free, Fuzz. Quit stomping on his garden because he's counting on a pardon. Melania, go ring Janina Tucker. They're gonna need to spring this motherfucker, no. And he'll oh, no, hunty. Indictment. Don't go rain on his Perfect phone call. Hello, nauseous. So anyway, Donald Trump. Now, don't get me wrong. He's a lot of fun. <laughs> there's, and there's a little bit of me, there's a little bit of me that when, uh, like, that thinks, fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it and see how fucking crazy shit can get. Because he just, because what happens is he says really simple shit that means nothing and then fucking dummies, right? If you've ever said this sentence, I like him because he's a straight talker, you're as dumb as shit. 
Just because someone says something simple that you understand doesn't mean they're a straight talker. You can say complex thing and be telling the truth. But like, because he goes, I'm going to make America great again. And you're like, I've got every word in that sentence. He's like, I'm going to build a wall. I have a wall at home. You're a straight talker. And then he just says shit that it won't happen. Got to build a wall. Mexico's going to pay for it. Who? Well, I haven't heard a Mexican yet go, oh, yeah, we've got this. What are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? That's just saying shit. He's like a kid running for class president who's just walking around going, and we're going to have two lunches. There's going to be a soda machine in every classroom. Nashville football rolls. But here, here's where it doesn't get fun. And that's all. It's good fun. But here's where it's not fun, right? What he does is he preys on fear. As soon as he, at the beginning it was, oh, Mexicans are coming over and they're raping. And then... There was, a, there was a terrorist attack, and he went, oh, fuck, I'll go after the Muslims. Ah, oh, we should kill the families of Muslims, which, by the way, you're not allowed to do. Uh, we, and, then it's just, and then he started saying, after the Paris attacks, we, 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 should, we should put every Muslim on a register, and we shouldn't let any more refugees come in from Syria. And the Muslims that live here on a, refu- uh, on a register, it, you, that means Izzy's win. As soon as he says that, Izzy's a fucking one. Right, because their plan to shoot people in Paris, that's not their end plan. They didn't kill 128 people and go, ah, well, that's that done. You know what I mean? It's a recruitment tool. And it can only, the recruitment tool can only work if hate is bred. Right, so what he does is he says, oh, we're going to ban them. We're not going to let any more in the country. And the ones here have to be on a register. Now, you're a 16-year-old boy or girl that's a Muslim living in this country. You've lived your entire life in this country. You've always considered yourself American. And then all of a sudden, someone who could be your president says, you are not welcome here and that you should be put on a register. Now that kid, how fucking quickly do you think that kid could be radicalized now? Before, it wasn't gonna be radicalized at all. So what he's trying to do is, he's trying to defeat hate with hate. And hate doesn't beat hate. It's never fucking beaten hate. It just makes more hate. Now, this might be the most hippie thing that ever comes out of my mouth. (laughs) But it's true. The only thing that can beat hate is love. Now, love doesn't always beat hate. It It doesn't always beat hate, but it does do something, right? Now, think about your own personal life. Think about a person who hates you and you hate them. From now on, just show that person nothing but love. Now, I'm not saying for a second that that person will start loving you. They'll probably still fucking hate you. But one thing will happen. Eventually, 
Everyone will see them as the asshole. <laughs> Don't be the asshole, America. Don't be the asshole. Time to keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times because it's time once again for Randy's Rant. It's yours, Randy. What do you got? It's Randy's Rant. Okay, uh, I just thought we, we, in the news today. Yes. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. If you say it three times, he appears and, um, Yes, I know. I know what well, you're going to talk Rex about. Rex Havoc. Okay, anyway, this is a Broadway musical written yeah. by um, Australia's own Eddie Perfect, and he's... Right. It's on Broadway, and it's now touring the United States, one or two companies of it. Yeah. It's coming to Australia soon. Mm-hmm. It's currently in Denver, Colorado. Yep. <laughs> in in their, their big performing arts center. Yeah, and lo and behold, on, on the Sunday show, the Sunday performance—I think it's a 7 p.m. early show on Sunday. Uh, one Lauren Bobert, <laughs> a local <laughs> resident, just one—that's all we can afford—is one. Was uh, told at intermission to shut the fuck up, but um, she was being disruptive. She yes, was singing, singing along. Singing yeah. along with the show, yeah. Considering yeah. the songs aren't exactly hummable, uh, it's no no Oklahoma. Yeah. She um, and she and her partner, not her husband, her bartender partner, yeah, her partner, um, were vaping, vaping, vaping inside in the, the theater, in the, in the theater, yeah. So they were warned, and uh, she said, "I think you can actually see her saying." Do you know who I am? <laughs> anyway, lo and behold, second act. She's <laughs> back in her seat, and she's just as bad. So she is escorted from the theater and ejected. Now, well, she's laughing, you know, taking, she's when, taking selfies, laughing. She uh, uh, was just going on and on and on uh, while she was led from the theater. Yeah, well, well, listen, when, when you know, when she said, uh, you know, you know who I am, I, I would have said, oh, I, I don't no. know, a trailer trash slag. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was her, what was her trailer um... trash piece of cheap white meat this side of the fucking border? <laughs> her restaurant, uh, uh, her restaurant, um, uh, cock blockers or whatever it was called. Yeah, absolutely. Um, failed. Yeah, failed. Yeah, yeah, she's just... That wasn't Hooters, it was Shooters, that's right. Yeah. Shooters. Yeah, Shooters. Um, yeah, listen, I, when I when I think Lauren Hobart, I think it's it's kind of like Audrey Hepburn, isn't it? It's, <laughs> oh, it's the enchantment that? that she leaves. <laughs> Class. Well, anyway, so... <laughs> like Grace thought, Kelly she is. <laughs> a bit of culture, a bit of culture uh, you know goes a long, long way in, in, in Denver, Colorado. yeah. They were singing now, along. Uh, <laughs> they were singing along at a musical. I yeah. mean, do you know how much a of a true was... asshole you have to be to be in the middle of a live audience taking flash photos and singing along at Selfies. a theater and she, record, and she, was, 
She was videoing it as well. And she was videoing was, copyrighted material. Yeah, anyway, it's it's not she's exactly an asshole. asshole. She is such an enormous. She's the whole genital lucky. area, if you ask me. It's a it's a great show. It's very funny. Uh, it's a tour de force for the guy playing Beetlejuice. Oh. And uh, I think um, uh, hopefully we get him down here to open the show. Now, my and my other thing, we never talk, we always talk about Australia. Yeah. In what we have in America doesn't. Um, right. like healthcare, gun gun control, and uh, things like that. Uh, and really nice people. Yeah. We're going through the throes. We have another five weeks to go. Yeah. Of a constitutional amendment referendum. We've had very few. America's had 27 now, I think. Uh, if you go back to the first 10 amendments, but uh, Australia is a younger country and it's a lot harder to um, amend the Constitution. This one is about enshrining the rights of our indigenous people in the Constitution, because right now they are not. No. And in actual fact, many people don't realize that in 1967, they were not citizens. They did not exist. I mean, they existed. I mean, they served in the army. There were a lot of uh, indigenous people. But you could not travel, do a lot of things uh, until 1967 when they had a constitutional amendment to grant uh, our indigenous people complete civil rights. Now, this one is meant to be a consultative process, and it has been very divisive because half the people are saying it's apartheid, in reverse, you're actually no. I've got the words right there. Apartheid. Yeah, right. It's apartheid in that they are going to um, be able to uh, have rights that white white Australians do not, and um, hmm. which is not true. It's simply a consultative process. It's called the voice, the voice in Parliament. What it, what it constitutes, Randy, is is really just a consultative board. Of, yeah. of Aboriginal representatives uh, representing yeah. the Aboriginal con community to consult with government on issues that affect the Aboriginal community. They have exactly. no power to make laws. They have no and power. They, to, and the government does not have to respond. And the government doesn't have to listen to them, but they get to have a voice on, yeah. on what happens in their communities. And that's it. There's no. And reason. what happens is really, really uh, like America was with the Native Americans that's a while correct. ago, in the fact that there is an inordinate number of incarcerations of young people uh, dying in custody, yes. uh, education, health, infant yep. mortality. A lot of things are uh, totally unbalanced with the indigenous people. Or Aborigines, yes. whatever. And uh, so, you know, yeah. and, and the yes is basically about bringing together government and the people who live there to make better policy that affect the people who are the mm -hmm. indigenous representatives here. Yeah. Now, this has been taken by the Murdoch press. Exactly. Our and friend Ruth. The Liberal Party. To and the throw, National. And, and the, the National, National Party. To throw up as much Trumpian bullshit as possible oh, and to scare people exactly. numb. Then they're scared, oh, well, this means that they get something I don't. And basically they're just pushing the race card button. And all the polls oh, show very much. that Murdoch and the nose are going to win. 
So when we sit here and go, oh, America's so racist, well. Oh, have another look. Now, here's the one that I, here's the one that really uh, was the kicker for me. An indigenous senator, Jacinta Price, came out at the uh, press club last week and said to the effect, the Australian indigenous people are much, much better off because of colonization. <laughs> Should we tell that well, to, the, I'll, I'll just tell that to uh, every yeah. single Aboriginal in Tasmania who's, I don't know. Oh, that's They're right. Dead. They killed them all. They're dead. They killed them all. Jacinta Price, is the, Jacinta Price is the Clarence Thomas of Aboriginal women. So she comes she out may and look black, this. but inside she's white as hell. She you said, know? and her rationale was, my grandfather had running water. Now, he nobody had that before for 50,000 years. The fact that they're the longest continuous uh, um, society and got along just fine before uh, the white man showed up. Now, this would be tantamount to uh, somebody saying, uh, you know, like the American Indian or the Native American is so much better off because they met the white man. The fact that 120 million of them died uh, from fa- since Thanksgiving. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, not only the fact that, listen, uh, Aboriginals were only given the vote in 1967. 67 was when the Red Sox won the American League pennant. That's a when long I, time was, ago. But, no, I was still alive. And get this. They were still kidnapping. I mean, they would the government would come in, kidnap Aboriginal children and seize them from their parents and raise them as white to destroy the Aboriginal culture. And they were doing that right up till 1972. So, yes, you might have had plumbing, darling, but some other people suffered more. And we all have the stuff. we. And, And the thing is, we have had consultative bodies again and again and again that dealt with that. Five, 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 five of them before. 67. You yeah. didn't have an objection with those. The only difference is that now you have to listen to them. And you know what? We we sit there. If you go to any ceremony in Australia, they'll start out the ceremony by thanking the Aboriginal owners. And now of the, of the traditional owners of the land, yeah, it's like it's like I'd like to. Th- I, I do thank you for us allowing to steal your land. Oh, can we talk to you? No, that's enough. I did thank you. That's enough. <laughs> You'll have some to go now. Out, some guy came out today and says, "I do not like being welcomed to my own country." Oh bloody hell! Because welcome to country is basically what they call that. When they welcome, because they believe they are part of the land, they come from the land, like a a tree. They talk through. They talk to the trees like that old learner and low. But the the point so, is, <laughs> the, the 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 fault isn't really in the people. The fault is in the cleverness of the campaign against it that mm. really activates that kind of racism. I mean, yeah. the grubby uh, policies of Rupert Murdoch and the terrible conservatives here uh, have have basically, I mean, before they started throwing up these lies, uh, the yes vote had a 67% 
favorable, right? Yeah. And this because has been people a, couldn't see couldn't see a reason why not. This has been a well-funded conservative uh, bullshit uh, storm. Bullshit storm. And it's worked. It's worked because you know it 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 demands that people read it, you know, and that's sometimes a problem, as we have found out. In now, uh, now in in um, New Zealand, they have a much better relationship with their people who are Polynesian based, the Maori, mm. um, and they uh, they were there for about seven hundred years before the white man, and they were a warrior a warrior race warrior race. Yeah, and they kicked ass, so they had to have a treaty, so they would stop kicking ass. So that yeah. uh, they've had a treaty for 150 years. Canada, and they're uh, as, as they call them the First Nations people. Yeah, um, have a much better relationship. It's not as good. It's not as good as it could be. Better than America, yeah. um, but you know, Canada, I think, is a, a little bit. Uh, there, there are some uh, Native Americans on the cabinet. Things like that, but uh, Australia is, like you say, somebody's pressed the buttons and, and pulled the triggers, and all the racism has come back again. Yeah, and now, it, it's interesting. Uh, let me just add one thing to that: is yeah, that yeah. they they looked into some of the funding for the No campaign, and guess what? What they found? What did they uh, find? Pro Trump, pro Putin. Hmm. What's that? Pro the, the the funding or the organization that they there's been funneling money to the no campaign here in Australia is a camp is a organization that supports both Trump and Putin. So oh, of course, yeah. So I mean, it's it's this conservative web of disruption uh, that uh, is what's going on here. And Murdoch, who is who's evil and can't you know he is yeah evil anyway sorry okay now uh, one other gift to the world from australia is the eucalyptus tree now i grew up in southern california where every other tree is a gum tree because they grow so fast they um they're not a terribly good wood but they grow very very fast a lot of gold miners brought them back in the 1850s and planted them everywhere yep. as windbreaks and and things they thought they'd make good railway ties nah but they grow like weeds. And uh, they are also a flammable, they produce a flammable gas, which can explode uh, in the summertime, which it does here. Yes. And also which makes them uh, have firestorms because of, uh, they're basically a, like a petroleum tree. Uh, so uh, uh, Portugal, Greece, Spain, Chile, California, and now Hawaii have all battled wildfires uh, with high winds and temperatures, and a lot of them had to do with eucalyptus trees, which are planted as ornamentals or windbreaks, yeah. etc., and they are incredibly flammable. So there you go, world. It's all yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's now, true. They, now, they, literally, they literally explode. I mean, they, they're like bombs. Yeah, they give off a gas, and, yeah. and if there's a spark, the whole forest blows up. Just boom. If you can imagine it, yeah. Now, I have one little fun little thing now for you, Billy, okay. that I hope you will enjoy. I love it. I w wanted to play a hypothetical. Okay. What would Trump's last words be? Now, I've long had a uh, I've long had a series of books called Famous Last Words. Yes. And there are some there are some doozies. Um, okay. I had originally thought I might, and I actually did a draft uh, 
to do a kind of like a fractured histories of some of these people and their famous last words. Right. But some of them are really uh, quite scary. What do you think Trump's last words would be? Um, what do I think Trump's last words? I know that. Uh, uh, mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah. the, the Adderall, the Adderall. Uh, can I have a little? Uh, I was thinking yeah, his, his, one, his one would be, I know the best people. I know the best people. I know the best autopsies. I'm going there now. Um, yes. No. Uh, what do you think? I, what do you think his last words would be? I don't know. I I I really have no idea. I hope they come well, soon. Okay. I, 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 and and Berlin. Yeah. And Berlin. Um, what did she say? Oh God, have pity on my soul. Oh God, have pity on my soul. Whack. <laughs> <laughs> That's an Anne Boleyn job, ladies and gentlemen. Tip your waitresses. He's here all week. Anne Boleyn. Queen jokes. Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth the first. Yes. When she died, what did she say? All my possessions for one more moment of time. Oh, that's wow. actually quite. That's quite good. Now here's another one. Dwight Eisenhower. Huh? Dwight Eisenhower. I want to go. God take me. And he did. <laughs> he did too. Now we can't. We don't know. I, I was going to say, don't touch me there. But you know that's. <laughs> no, he would never. Maybe. Maybe wouldn't Eisenhower's last word. Don't touch me there. <laughs> I was in the army. I was in the army, not the I navy. I wasn't in the navy. I was in the army. Stop <laughs> it. Okay, go ahead. We don't have Abraham Lincoln's last words. Maybe they were like, "How was um, the play?" Yeah, mother, this is a terrible play. <laughs> yeah, this is a terrible play. My American I don't believe cousins, that. <laughs> yeah, my American cousin sucks. But we have John Wilkes Booth's last words. Tell my mother I died for my country. I yeah. thought I did it for the best. Useless, useless. So that was our friend uh, John. You know, what, you know what John Wilkes Booth? He also said is that I'm never getting a job again. I'm a fucking unemployed <laughs> actor for the rest. <laughs> oh, of the I'm world. not in the. I'm not as an actor. I'm fucked. Yeah. Look, John. John, this is NBC. We had you up for a series, and then you shot the president. We just can't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got too much baggage. Well, you know, he had two brothers who were fantastic actors. Yeah. Edwin Booth was an enormous uh, uh, star. Oh, was fact, that the him Booth, too? There was a, a Booth Theater in. Um, yeah, it's still on Broadway. The Booth Theater. Okay. Now, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, FDR. Yeah. His famous last words were, "I have a terrific headache." Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's often. Well, let's uh, now. That those, uh, he died of a, a brain embolism. Hemorrhage. Yeah. Yeah. Now here we go. Uh, Pancho Villa. Yes. Uh, who was a bandido in Mexico, um, a, a rebel? His famous last words were, "Don't let it end like this. Tell them I said something." <laughs> <laughs> Now that I think would actually be more like Trump. Yeah. Tell them I said something. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd like you. I like you to like, like I just start studying things you say on your deathbed. Like my last words would be knock knock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let him hang it. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> I'm not going to give you the, the end of that. Oh no, no, that's terrible. Humphrey Bogart, hurry back. Hurry back. Hurry back! I think because he said is because uh, Lauren Bacall had gone shopping. Yeah, and he said, "Hurry back!" And um, I guess you didn't get there in time. 
we all have a, a limited amount of time, guy. Yeah, yeah. Nobody gets out of here alive. No one gets out of here alive. No. And uh, but anyway, I think um, Trump's last words will be will be made up by somebody else. Yeah, I know. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey. <laughs> I'll never be poor again. <laughs> I'll never. I will never be hungry again. I always depend on the kindness of strangers. Red, red. Where's Donald? <laughs> red. <laughs> oh, we're, we're poor man. Oh, yeah, really. Lady, seriously, Lady G. Lady G. Oh, and now that she's not, hasn't been around Washington for a while. The some of the rent boys are really, really poor. Just totally frustrated <laughs> down there. Yeah. <laughs> but you notice that he's just he 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 is a survivor. You gotta say this man is a survivor because uh he was gonna go down for that phone call he made to pressure the Secretary of State to get, you know, the Trump votes or and things. But the way he phrased the question, it gave him an out. Gave him yeah. deny yeah, and and He's plausible deniability. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, give, you know, it, 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 it was just almost up to the point where it was criminal, but in the choice of words, it wasn't. And you're just sitting there going, "You are a conniving little shit. You hey, are Rudy, really." What, what, what's happened to Rudy? Is Rudy in the in in with the Carolina and uh, the Georgia sixteen? Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. Oh yeah, well no, he's he's got to deal with a few other things. He's uh, he's being sued uh, about fifteen ways to Sunday, and uh, he has no money, <laughs> and you know, and his brain is melting, and his brain is mayonnaise, quite frankly. It is, ma- yeah. It's just uh, you know, I'm looking at him and I go, Jesus, man, I remember when he was walking there at uh, you know the Twin Towers, the side of the Twin Towers after nine eleven. He was a god, yeah. man. And look at him now. He's just like, oh man, that's dark. He was a very pop. He was a very popular mayor. No, it was he was. I I found him impressive during that time. I mean, I sat there when, you know, he did a good job. You know, he did. And before that, going after the mafia and stuff like that. Now, I never agreed with him politically, but you look at him now. It's like Jesus, man. It's just, oh, it's amazing. Dressing in drag and the hair dye and all that yeah, sort of stuff. it's jaw-dropping, man. It's, it really is. It's, you know, to fall so low, you know, mm-hmm. and to be to be made the butt of people's jokes and to throw. Oh, are we making jokes about Rudy? Yeah, well, no, but I mean, it's also, yeah, I made jokes about Rudy forever because he, he became this caricature of himself, this uh, liar, this absolute, you know, shithead, you know, just a total shithead. And he wasn't always like that. And I think something happened. I think it was the drinking. You're right. I think, uh, oh, I think he was a first class alcoholic drunk, probably a, probably a substance abuser. You know, because, I mean, there's a difference between old Rudy and new Rudy, you know, so. Yeah, 20 proof, yeah. 20 proof, that's right. There's amazing any part of his brain is still functioning, quite frankly. It was like, it's been pickled in alcohol for so long. I mean, I mean, this this guy has been surviving on, I, I don't know, uh, Chivas Regal and, and Viagra. For the last six years, I mean, he, he doesn't eat. That's all he has: Chivas Regal and Viagra. I don't know. 
Uh, that's the way I see it. Anyway, anything else there, Randy? Okay. No, Willie. I think I think we've that's the, for our first show in four months. Oh my God, I that went well. Really good, good show. Good show. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, guys. We're sorry. Uh, why don't we put the video? Why don't we put the video one? To, why don't we put the video one up? We'll uh, record this and put this on video and no, put, it up put there? this out. Yeah, the people want to see what we look like. Oh, okay, fantastic. Well, all right, I'll do that. No, oh, maybe but, just a, few, a couple of frames. A couple, couple of, of screenshots. Yeah, no, I have a face for radio, man. I <laughs> just like that. <laughs> well, listen, guys, we're going to be back trying to get the, as we get closer and closer to the hopefully inevitable end of Donald Trump. We're going to try to keep up our podcast uh, again yeah. on at least a monthly basis. Yeah, we don't want to. The next one's not going to be in 2024. It's going no, to be it this isn't. Year. It isn't because I owe it to this uh, project that really has been going for about Jesus, 12 years. 12 years? Yeah. Uh, 12 years. From uh, Yeah, from uh, 2011. Yeah. Uh, the Trump, uh, the uh, Obama, uh, the Obama election, yeah, yeah, the Obama Romney election. So I mean, we've yeah. been doing it for a long time. So it was the longest I, I think I've taken off, and uh, I needed it. So I love yeah. you all. Uh, thank you for tuning in again. I love you too, and Val, and, and Val, Val from, you know, God from bless Glenn's you, Falls, Val and Randy. Yeah, yeah, we love you all, guys. Randy, yeah. and Claudia. Uh, God love you if you if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Patsy, guys. Patsy, yeah. Okay. All of you. We'll, we'll see you next time. Bye bye now. Bye. Bye. Good night. Good night. Until we meet again. Adios. Au revoir. I'll be the Good night.